Hey, what's up folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noel Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit. Joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning everybody. I'm Pedro's Creative Tech here at Adafruit and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is a show where you combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to make inspirational projects. Hello everybody. We're hanging out in the Discord chat room. If you'd like to join us while we're doing the show, you can hit us up on the Discord chat room. Shout out to everybody. It's the morning over here in the East Coast, but uh, good evening, good afternoon, and all the good things. We'll do some shout outs in just a moment. How's that? <laughs> We're good. Hello, everybody in the Discord chat room. Give a shout out to Cup of Coffee, Pedro. Hey, Pedro. Bruce. Hello, Bruce. <laughs> Zena, Dr. Susan, Jim Hendrickson. Yeah, hello and everybody. over on the YouTube chat, we were hanging out too. Good morning to everybody hanging out. Sky full of stars, Micro Ortaga. We're also on the Twitch and on Facebook. Good morning, Alex O. Martinez. And I think we're also on the LinkedIn's and oh, I forget the other one. Uh, Twitch. Periscope. Oh, <laughs> Periscope, Twitter. Good morning, Avro 52. Hey, 52. Sweet. All right. Let's go ahead and do some housekeeping. Already? Will do. Well, if you head over to adafruit.com slash free, you can see all the free deals that are going on as while supplies last. So the more money you spend, the more kind of freebies you get, right? So for orders that are $99 or more, you get that Parma Proto half-size breadboard. For orders that are $149 or more, you get the breadboard plus a randomly selected STEM QT breakout. If you have an account with Adafruit, we'll make sure that you don't get the same one twice. For orders that are $200 more, you get the STEMA. QT breakout, you get the breadboard, that's the half size from a Proto, and UPS ground shipping is free for continental US only. And then for orders that are $2.99 or more, you get the free shipping, STEMI QT, Prema Proto, and a Circuit Playground Express. So there you go, adafruit.com slash free. We appreciate everybody getting the freebies. All right, and the other bit is jobs, Adafruit, uh, jobs at adafruit.com. You can check out all the new job listings that are posted. Um, this week we have some new ones, uh, Python web developer, Java web developer, front-end developer, so on. So check it out. It's free to create a profile, whether you're an employee, employer, or a maker with some skills, you can uh, create a free profile or create a free uh, a job posting. So yeah, there we go. For newsletters, there's a once a week newsletter. This one's called the new, new newsletter, and you can Subscribe to this one by heading over to adafruit.com slash newsletter. There's daily newsletters, appropriately named adafruitdaily.com. It's a standalone website. It's not tied to your account. So if you do want to subscribe to some interesting topics, uh, go to adafruitdaily.com. You'll see we have uh, Python on hardware. We have 3D printing, biohacking, maker business, and a couple other different ones too. So check those out if you'd like. I think it's everything. Yeah, we're still hanging out in Discord. Um, we just heard, uh, we, we, we've passed the milestone. I don't have the banner, but you'll see it later tonight on Ask an Engineer. 29,000 29, fellows. Hello, everybody. Thanks for, for joining the, the Fruit uh, Discord. A lot of fun, a lot of um, inspiration and help, too. So. Yeah, there's a ton of different rooms, everything from 
uh, help with 3D printing or CircuitPython. That is where we have the live CircuitPython meeting. Oh yeah, it happens every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern time. So if you want to check in with CircuitPython devs, you can do so by listening in live or checking out um, the archive after it's posted. Yeah, it's on the left side. When you're inside of Discord, scroll all the way down to the voice channel and you can request to be a Pythonista if mm -hmm. you want to join in yeah. on the chat. Yep, yep, and yep. Cool. All right, let's go ahead and jump into this week's project. All right, this week's project, here it is. Super handy, super simple. It super is simple. a funhouse stand. Funhouse stand, this is very, very fun. It's a funhouse stand. Yeah, so uh, really easy to put this one together. You just got a couple screws. Um, the Funhouse PCB is an IoT kind of based board. It uses the ESP32S2 that's in the back there. And it has a couple of built-in goodies like these two temperature sensors, humidity, barometric, and temperature right here. Built-in on-off switch, speaker, three buttons, and tons of ports. These are uh, three pin JST connectors, right? Mm -hmm. Stemma, the big stemma, and the little stemma. So you can do I squared C sensors connected right here. You can daisy chain them, very cool. Uh, this is an extra add-on right here, the little PIR sensor that kind of uh, press fits right into the headers there. Built-in uh, tiny NeoPixel LEDs up here for indicators and stuff. There's some touch buttons, <laughs> so cap touch buttons, six, seven, and eight right here. And this demo code here just, just uh, shows like uh, some of the sensor readings and if you're pushing some of these buttons. So built-in speaker, right? So you can get little beeps and bloops. You get your buttons here, and then the cap touch buttons, and then a super extra extra bonus is this little slider here that you can use to uh, maybe adjust brightness or something. So if you got like a, a light that you want to change the brightness to, you can um, do up to, what, three or four different kind of settings here, with the, just sliding your finger on this little thing. And there's, and there's a really awesome silk screen by um, the dragon himself, paint your dragon, Philip Burgess. He did all the artwork here. And in the back there, there's some even more awesome artwork. So this pays homage to a homage. Is it homage or homage? Homage. Homage to um, the Wizard of Oz. There's the, the witch's uh, <laughs> feet right there. Let me do a quick pokey focus. Pokey focus. And I like how it has the whole Halloween theme. We've been seeing a lot of the halfway to Halloween. Mm -hmm. So it's a uh, really good time for to sure. Theme-wise, for this, I need to watch this movie again. It's been quite some time since I've seen Wizard of Oz, so I need to watch it again. Um, and there's some awesome artwork in the back. I didn't bring my screwdriver, but yeah, I can. Uh, I can. Uh, we'll show that later, right? Okay, so. What is it? Just the two five? I can go grab it. No, nah, it's fine. Dude, it's literally just screws. No worries. So this is the three printed stand, and uh, we'll we'll talk about it in a little bit. So you can download this if you want to have this propped up on your desk. You just need two screws. I have three here, but you can use two um, to, to keep them in here. You can use thumb screws as well if they're long enough. It's a little bit thicker, so you're gonna need an eight millimeter screw, but I have all that listed in the learn guide, so you can uh, check that out. It is powered by USB-C. It's got the USB-C connector, and uh, it's just plugged into my computer. And uh, that's pretty much the kind of hands-on demo that I have. This is something that will ship with it. It's just like a little demo funhouse test, as it says. And real quick, I want to mention that it is in stock. If you have not picked one up, hurry up and go over to the link I posted in the Discord. It is a PID. Oh, I should have had it ready. Yep, 4985. There you go. Pedro will paste the link. And you can see the back here, it's got that nice little screen and 
all the little things that you'd, you'd want to see. So ESP32-S2, CircuitPython support, Arduino support. There's some, uh, <laughs> some, <laughs> some things here. And there's a, a couple of learn guides, too, uh, that, are, that are out. So you can check out some demo code in CircuitPython. Yeah. So heading over to the learn guide. This is where you can grab the STL files or the 3D model, the source files, uh, if you want to tweak the case. But a very, very uh, straightforward guide. Not much to the assembly other than like the screws. But uh, yeah, the Funhouse is in stock. So that's great. And I guess the CAD page here is you can download the STLs. You can download the CAD source file. I have a step file of the, of the CAD source if you want to like modify the original. Um, sketches, you can bring this into uh, any CAD app that has step support, which is most of them. And um, there's just some details here on like how to get a good print, like using um, uh, a brim and pretty much using a brim. <laughs> That's all I got for that one on printing. And um, I have a little bit of a CAD thing that I can share. Are we ready for the CAD? Yeah, step into the CAD. All right, any questions so far on the? Yeah, uh, John Parks in here. Good morning. Hey, John. Good He's morning. answering some of the questions on here. Yay, thank you. John's got answers. Let's jump in. All right, well, let's look at the CAD thing. All right, here we go. Ready, set, go. So this started out as like a really simple stand, and we've kind of done this before. Uh, I have a layer alert on how to do this, but uh, Lamar had a, a suggestion on it, and I was really happy to, to do it. She's like, why don't you put a brick texture on the stand? And she was kind of hesitant. She's like, well, isn't that kind of hard to do? And I remembered the emboss feature is fairly new to Fusion. And that lets you really easily paste a texture over like a surface. So um, the next thing I had to do is figure out how to create this brick texture. So I used just single lines to create this kind of texture that I could use uh, a rectangular pattern so I could repeat it. So I came up with these numbers, and I came up with this pattern that kind of will encompass the size of the stand. And there is a new feature in Fusion called the Thin Extrude that allows you to extrude single lines. This is a huge deal for me because I, so I use this a lot. Previously, you had to use Surfix Extrude and then the Thicken command separately. But now it's all in one feature, and that's like the the awesomeness of Fusion is like it, it, com com it combines these features into one, which is great. So you have to select the thin extrude, and then you can select whatever, whether it's a single line or curvature, and then you can apply a wall thickness all in one command, which is super cool. So after I thicken that up, I use some rectangular patterns to just create a bigger texture. And using you know the consistent spacing, you can scale this as big as you want. And I did use some user parameters, but I'm going to really step into them because they're kind of just numbers, right? Um, so that's all set up. The next thing I need to do is like, all right, I need to project this solid body into its own sketch because the emboss feature uses sketches. In order, like It says, like, hey, what's a sketch? And then it projects it onto a surface. So once that was made, it was fairly easy to select the brick um, texture because it's just a single profile, the little, like the blue selection, and then you can tell it, hey, I want to go on this um, this cha this tangent chain, which is like the face that does the whole thing. So in the emboss feature, you can uh, play around with uh, 
uh, whether you want it to be a cut or an extrude. And there's some built-in offsets for the alignment. And you can see that corner there. I had to make sure that I like adjusted it so that like some of my geometry didn't get chewed up because certainly it can happen. Uh, so it's nice that you can have some built-in offset alignments in the emboss feature. And then of course you can uh, tell it how deep of a cut you want or how, how much of an extrude you want. But once that was done, I kind of had to do another emboss feature because like one surface, one feature. So this is the back surface. So I was able to reuse the same sketch. So that's really nice. You can use the same sketch, even though it's like offset plane, you can still use that sketch on a different surface. So that's kind of nice. And um, I, I had to do some other alignment offsets, uh, but it ended up looking nicer because it's like not chopping up the top of the bottom. So it ended up working out pretty well. Um, but that's really the two features that made this possible is like um, thin extrude and the emboss feature. So that's really cool. And just to kind of give it some more depth and detail, I used the chamfer tool to, uh, to chamfer all 99 faces. But here's the tip. Uh, instead of selecting every single face, which is what I did, you can use the filter select and the filter selections under the select window. You can say, hey, I just want to select faces because that's what we need to select. You don't have to select edges. You can select a face and Fusion will figure out, oh, there's four edges. Let me go ahead and chamfer that. Uh, and then you can use, instead of like the select tool, you can use the paint select tool. You ever use the paint select tool in like Photoshop or something? And you can just select all those to kind of do a, a, a hundred different um, selections. So uh, that's, uh, that's kind of like a quick uh, walkthrough of, of, the, of the stand. Um, then I added some, some holes with some chamfered edges and the thing prints on its side um, to avoid any support material or, or anything. And uh, I guess it's a really nice brick texture. I like it. Um, so check that out. Uh, I'll probably do a little bit later on this one to kind of step through a little bit more of the features. But in a nutshell, that's kind of what it is. So cool. So this filament is <laughs> not all gold PLA is created equally. This is like some super fancy ultra silk gold. That's PLA. Oh, look at that shine. Are you kidding me? There's no, <laughs> there's, this is fresh off the printer. No supports, uh, no zits and stuff. It's great. This is, was even time-lapsed, right? Mm -hmm. Nor normally, there'd be like a lot of string and stuff. But it works out really well. So the filament here, um, you can pick this stuff up from Amazon. This is where we got it. It's from Uri One Ultra Silk PLA. It's a 175 millimeter diameter filament. It's a kilogram. And uh, it's got more of like an like a orange tone to it. It's, it's really nice stuff for, for 25 bucks for, for a, a kilogram. It's pretty nice. And a couple of folks have some photos of it. Here's a, a Mario um, question block and a star. Really, really nice prints. Uh, in our experience, it worked pretty well. Um, didn't clog anything, and the, the part seems to be good. <laughs> so this is the filament. I also have it linked in the Learn Guide if folks want to pick that up. Yeah, some silky ultra silk gold. There we go. We have audio issues. What's going on? <laughs> uh, you're a little overmodulated. Oh no! Just a tiny bit. I can fix that right now. I think. Hello. 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 Hey, what's up, folks? 
Is it too, it's too much? <laughs> no, you're good. Hey, what's up, folks? Okay. Hey, what's up, folks? All right, I'll, t I'll try to talk not so loud. Cool. Well, that is the stand. And a nice little mini layer by layer. Thanks. A little mini layer by layer, yeah, for sure. All right, so all of the files for this is available right now. Yeah, it's on the Learn Guide. The Learn Guide went up uh, last night, so folks can check that out. I had it open. There it is. There it is. I also put it on Thingiverse. Uh, you can find it. But yay, 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 yay. We also have a oh, we also have a um, a three D model of the the funhouse. So uh, I had that before, but then swept it out. Cool, kind of simple, but I really like the the Brecht texture is really what made this. Otherwise, it was just like, oh, it's just another stand. Yeah. So shout out to Lamar for her creativity. Like, I was kind of hitting a roadblock here, uh, a road. And uh, John brick wants road. to correct that it's not a layer by layer; it is a brick by brick. Yeah, <laughs> she had to build it brick by brick. That's yeah. funny. So, yay bricks. Right, cool. And I think you already covered everything in the learn guide, the second page. Just some of the things for the printing, adding yeah. the brim. Mm -hmm. It should be print. Uh, it's oriented to print as is, so it should show up on its side. That's normal. Mm -hmm. Don't need any supports. We like to use 220 on our extruder. You don't have to. You can do it. Yeah, that's like what we like to use. Yeah, we saw some of the complaints on the uh, the review for the filament. Oh yeah, the we layer bonding. It's you got to use like at least 220. Yeah, sometimes um, when you print hotter, it kind of anneals the PLA a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it makes it kind of stuffer, stiffer and tougher. And then when it comes to build, build plate adhesion, this one, because it's got not so much surface area touching the bed, add a brim. You can enable the brim. Some slicers are a little bit different, but uh, with, with Cura, you can say how many line counts. I think yeah. eight's a good number. Yeah. Or two millimeters. Yeah, the That's first one we out. did, I had it at six, and that wasn't well, enough. just wasn't enough. It oh. lifted a little bit, so if you have any misalignment with your mounting holes, uh, that's probably what happened. Oh, that is what happened, yeah. Like, the, the holes didn't end up, mm -hmm. it, just was, it just was not, uh, it started curling up, yeah. so. Brim is your buddy. Brim buddy. And a reminder that a bunch of these files are also available on the GitHub. If you star this, um, this section here, you'll always see every time a new uh, board model is updated. You had a couple this week. You had the Feather RP2040. The Feather RP2040. Then, of course, the uh, Funhouse. Yeah, I don't have the Funhouse, but I also have the Itsy Bitsy RP2040. The Cutie Pie RP2040. We have the Trio, the Triage. I don't have a Pico because it's like we didn't make that, so. <laughs> Uh, but we got the three, right? Cool, and y'all can get that from, like Pedro said, the CAD, Adafruit CAD parts GitHub repo. Uh, the way you search through it is either through the PID or just search for the file, you know, the product name. Mm -hmm. So like Funhouse is right here. And now uh, there's also a GIF, hard G GIF. Excuse my, uh, my lack of frames per second. Like two <laughs> frames a second. Trust me, it's smooth. So uh, I also got the Neo Trinky, which uh, has a fun render here with the cap touch bits. I'm getting lost of where I'm putting all the links. <laughs> yeah, I'll link it up. Links, links, all right, links. Cool. cool. So we'll do another project for this next week. Yeah. Uh, I 
think uh, one of the door sensors. I think some just adding on top of some of the projects that uh, John and Melissa have mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. Just like, like little mounts for. I think you wanted to do a quick walkthrough of adding CircuitPython on the board. Um, yeah, I guess we could. I'm not super set up, but let's see what I can do here. Do I have my Funhouse? I guess we're just gonna have to do it all like manually. All right, so let's install CircuitPython on our board. Um, you can follow along with the learn guide, which is public now. Just head over to the learn guide. Here's how you install CircuitPython. This link here will take you directly to it, I hope. Yay, so CircuitPython, the latest version right now as of this recording, 6.2. I'm gonna download the UF2. There's also a bin file. That's like if it, an earlier version, I think. But I'm gonna got the UF2, and there is a little bit of a. You're you're probably used to the double set, the double tap reset. Um, if it doesn't work, you kind of have to time it a little bit different. So watch how I do it. One, two. Did it work? Oh, no, I think it worked. <laughs> there you go. It should give me a. No, it didn't work. Oops. Let me do it again. Like I said, you got to do it maybe once or twice because it's the ESP32. There we go. I got it that time. Oh no, I hit reset again. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We're in for an awesome. <laughs> no, I like, I like it so people can see that. It will take a, a couple you know, tries. A couple it tries. Just, it, it's the timing. I don't know what happened to me, but there he goes. So it's got this nice graphic. It lets you know, hey, you need to drop the UF2 file onto your USB drive. It's called House Boot. <laughs> House Boots. That's great. So I got here the, the UF2 that I downloaded. Um, I will switch my camera over to full screen. And then you'll see I have this UF2 file. And then this House Boot right here. I'm just going to drop that there. House Boot. It's going to install CircuitPython. It just copies over. And check out this uh, firework show going on here. I love that. Cool. Great indicators on those, on those NeoPixels. Let's copy in. And I already have, I think, oh, no, it wiped it. It's all good. <laughs> Did it wipe it? It's connected to, oh, cool, it saved all of my that's what's really great about this UF2 boatloader. You can easily switch between CircuitPython and uh, Arduino, and all of your CircuitPython files stay nice and safe. Uh, the camera, though, is nice and fun. It's like <laughs> dancing. So, so this is basically uh, John's uh, door alarm code. And I've just added some bitmaps here to show uh, States. So the idea is you have one of these magnetic switch sensors, two wires here, and then this is a three JST connector with the power cut off, so just ground and signal. Let's plug it into OOA1, I think. Make sure that it's keyed so it goes in this way. Cool. And then uh, let's see if it works. Cool. So this is... Uh, supposed to be a, a little door alarm, but instead of a door, we're going to put it on a gate, a baby gate. So I'm going to open the gate. Up, oh, it's open. Oh no, it gave us a beep. It gives us red LEDs. 
and it even gives us a graph. It says it's open. That's bad because the baby can get through and fall down the stairs. So let's close it. Close. It even gives you a, a little beep, and it says it's closed, and it's changed to green. I should probably put a uh, baby uh, GIF on there. Yeah, I was thinking about that, but I wanted to generalize it so yeah, it's yeah. not like four mm -hmm. babies only. A crying Could baby and a happy baby. It's <laughs> funny. And then if this is pull, this is uh, giving. What would you say? Adafruit IO. Yeah, this is tied in with Adafruit IO. Give me a second while I log in. Oh boy, I gotta do my uh, my two-step code. <laughs> Give me a sec, folks. Pedro, entertain the crowd. Right, uh, just looking at the comments here. Tell them a joke. You know a joke, Pedro? Uh, what is a uh, what is a stack of Python files? Dang it! Ah, I knew this one. I completely forgot. A pile. There you go. <laughs> there you go. All right, so we're now inside of. Uh, Adafruit, here's my dashboard. So you can create a dashboard. I call it the Funhouse Door Alert. And it tells me the status. So uh, let's go ahead and do a live demo again. I uh, will open, give it a second. And there it is. Two seconds later, we got to close. Let me, let me uh, close it again. Yeah, just a little bit of a That's pretty delay. dang quick. It's pretty good, right? Mm -hmm. So you could uh, do email triggers as well. JP shows yes. you how to set that up. Uh, in the learn guide, so check it out. <laughs> nice visual there of uh, JP's comment on a baby getting away, the car uh, peeling off in the driveway. See you, suckers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Reminiscent of the baby from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got like a cigar. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, uh, so here, here is the uh, the learn guides. Well, what do you know? I it's all full that. of uh, funhouse yeah. guides. Fun. Oh yeah, and JP's uh, mail slot just came out too, yeah. so you can check that one out. Melissa has like a, a more generalized like how to create funhouse projects. So exploring the uh, the library for it. Let's look at Python. Here it is. Here's the uh, <coughs> the door alert. The door alert with email notification. So check it out. Oh yeah, we have these uh, magnetic contacts, which is in stock as well. So if you want to pick up the peripheral the paraphernalia for this, you can, you can do so. Yeah, like if you want to have it plugged into the wall, we got these little five volt, two amp uh, power supplies. That's cool. Baby's escaping. Yeah, perfect timing since he's uh, getting strong enough to just lift the gate. <laughs> <laughs> to get a metal gate. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, posting all the links to these guys here. Whoa, wrong link. Oh, God. Nobody has any uh, gold, like, uh, memes or anything? Hold on, posting links. What's the one? P PT had a reoccurring gold meme. I forget what it was. It's like Austin Powers or something. Mm. I love gold. <laughs> Silky gold. All right, and I think that's pretty much it. Cool. We have some community makes and uh, a I mean a prototype. So let's yes. head over <clears> to the prototype. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's prototype. Title. Bam, there you go. All right, so refining the train key case. Uh, Lamar had some suggestions on uh, making it a little bit more of the outline of the little jellyfish 
character that he's portrayed as. And um, last week I had taken the, the conductive filament off and uh, still wanted to have the ability to be able to push the cap touch buttons on the top and the bottom as well as the, um, the both sides. So uh, figured out how to actually have the conductive filament just pressed in there. So if you wanted to, you could just have just the, the cap touch pads. So what this is doing is being able to uh, sort of route your touch. It expands the touch surface area. Space, yeah, to the top. It's more accessible, right? Yeah, a little bit more accessible and that little bit of bump uh, makes it a little bit more easier to touch too. And I wanted to make sure that the, the redesigned case where we had uh, removed that, I wanted to be able to add the back on because we do have the conductive filament in the store. We do. Yeah. Let's take a look. So this stuff is from Proto Pasta. And don't I, eat it. I yeah, don't eat that. <laughs> uh, I forget what the um, resistance on it is, but it, it's got a high conductivity. Okay. I think it's in the data sheet somewhere. And it's you know low enough to where we could build a little uh, battery tester like you see there in one of the guides. Yep. Uh, don't need a heated bed plate, so uh, very uh, handy for all types of different printers. Yeah, give you a Bowden or a whatever drive. PLA profile you have should work okay. Mm -hmm. and we did a, a couple of tests doing dual extruded prints, but not everybody has a dual uh, nozzle printer, so these parts simply just press fit on like uh -huh. that. It's a teeny tiny little part. They're optional. Yeah, Whether not needed. Whether you want them or not, you don't need them, but it's yeah. cool that the case has... Accommodates. Kind of, yeah, accommodates yeah. the spacing so these for it. pop off like so, and you still have access to just the, the, uh, the back side and the, uh, the front side of that. But if you want to add the ability to be able to uh, touch from the top here, uh, yeah, I can see how it's like, like it's a little awkward to touch the, yeah. the small little pad, so mm -hmm. this just gives it more yep. surface area, expands it. And uh, another great update is that the handle, the little tab handle, yeah, is yeah, yeah. this round um, shape as opposed to like the square handle. Kind of swinging around there. Swing around there. <laughs> and fits. it's a bigger loop, so you can use giant lanyards, like uh, the very fun ones that we that we have, the mm -hmm. Circuit Python themed print ones. Yeah. Then you have your little built-in button here, so you can use that as uh, for resetting. For reset, yeah. There you go. And then this is a USB extension yeah. that's plugged into the laptop, or the battery. Mm -hmm. So uh, just a couple of the other things I added on here was just little walls in here so that if you're looking at it you know, from the Get top, closer. it's not blinding you. You have this nice diffusion going on. Let me yeah. turn down the, bring this a little bit. Cool. So what you can use this as is a, um, one of the things that John did was add a, have it be a trigger for a camera. And then somebody in the comments was asking uh, if you could just solder to the touch pads. I think it would be safe too. Uh, but that gave me the idea of milling out a PCB where you could just like insert this into something to sort of route out the mm -hmm. uh, touch pads. So, or you could just ca uh, ca copper tape. That would be easier. Depending yeah. on what your project is, maybe copper tape is the way to do it. The copper tape has like an adhesive that's mm -hmm. also conductive. So yeah. you could try that out. You can make like your own traces it. or like have it on a uh, creek cut like vinyl printer. Ooh, that's super fun. And like, uh, super fancy. Some little traces that way. So tons of stuff that you can uh, do to sort of reroute this, uh, these two buttons out. Mm -hmm. Paint, uh, conductive. conductive paint, paint might be very, another option. Or of course, uh, go the 3D printing route. Uh, little, little, little nubbins there. Yeah. 
So we'll release this uh, next week. Good. I think uh, it's pretty final. Yeah, that's good. And uh, one of the other things, just to recap from last week, the mechanical, um, how it's staying on here, it doesn't slide off. It's this teeny tiny little guy in here that is getting inserted into the slot to keep it in place. There we go. It doesn't slide out. Yeah. And, and all of your caps and all that is protected on the inside there. And then um, filament-wise, this isn't really white filament. It's called like natural clear PLA. Right? Yeah, that's what's giving you that nice diffusion. Yeah. Yeah, notice that some of the whites, the pigment on there doesn't let it diffuse as nice. So yeah. go for the natural yeah, or clear. Yeah, because the clear is like really clear. Yeah. It doesn't have like the... It's like translucent. Right. It'll make the Ooh. diffusion a little bit sharper. Yep. Uh, this softens it up. Mm -hmm. Spreads it out, evens it out, mm -hmm. diffuses it. Yeah, and that is what we're prototyping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tricky with a handle. And I want to go over to the uh, the new page just to promote, hopefully they're still in stock, the other Trinkies re released in the afternoon yesterday. Loading. Scroll down, we, we got boards. some nubbins there. Oh, little kitty uh, beans, toe beans. Yeah. And here we, here we go, the Trinkey USB mechanical switch and the rotary encoder. I saw someone model up one of the rotary encoders, uh, different brand, but same sort of concept where it's a nice uh, enclosure for that. Sweet. And definitely pick touch, one up. Yeah. Sweet. And that's what we got for prototyping. Yay. All right. Are we ready for? Community makes. Community makes. All right, let's do it. So this week, community makes every Tuesday, we uh, do a little time lapse video, print something from the community, and this time it is a gear box. This thing is so cool. Uh, super surprised that all the tolerances came out as well as they did, <laughs> especially with a time lapse because of the way that the head moves out of the way actually leaves a little bit of stringing left behind that can interfere with the, uh, the mechanical, uh, like all the parts that are joined together, or like fuse them. And the trick that I used to get those super smooth was just adding a bit of real butter, which is like lubricant that uh, is used like in rollerblades and skateboards. Ball bearings for Ball sure. Ball bearings, yeah. So just a little bit, you know, a little drop on all of the gears and then on the inside of the case. So it's so cool where it locks these little um, extension parts here, lock onto the case so it's not able to come out. And you twist it and it lets you open it. Yeah, man. Super cool. Yeah, all but the gears are kind of hidden inside. It's so mesmerizing on yeah. having all those working. <laughs> oh, but yeah, okay. the real butter is like a little drop and uh, we've done that before wherever you need to you know, lubricate some friction, get rid of some friction on some mm -hmm. PLA. Turns out it, it works pretty well. Yeah, PLA. so let's with this, since it is the glitter PLA, it can be a little bit rough. Mm, so it's coarse. It, yeah, coarse, so it definitely helps out in having, oh my god, look at that. It's so buttery smooth. And the same thing with uh, inserting this back into the, uh, having the lid go back onto the box. I like the so brand name of the it's, it's pretty, yeah. It's pretty big, so you can uh, you know store a couple of boards in there. But the, of course, the whole appeal is having all these uh, gears all say, at once. I'm gonna say the real butter is probably for like a fishing line, like a fishing reel. Yeah, I think that's why the real it's butter. real. <laughs> Not that real. Other real. Reel it in. Okay, cool. So that's a really cool design by Filippo. 
Filippo has this up on Colts 3D. So check out Colts 3D in its version two, apparently. Yeah. Unfortunately, not a free print. It's only a dollar fifty. Oh, uh, definitely it, worth the modeling effort that went into that. And he goes as AF Inventions. Want to check out some of the other work? Filippo. Oh, He's also I'm on friendly. Instagram as well. You want to follow some of his awesome designs, so definitely check that out. Sweet. Really cool community make. All right. Got Excellent. a couple more. All right. A couple more came through on the Twitter. This one's from Fabio Fernandez. Posted up a, uh, a harness brackets for the, uh, the RGB uh, RGB matrix from the Adabox. So he's got a uh, whoops. Thingiverse post of it, so you can check it out if you want to make some brackets for your Ada box. This is the 30 or 64 by 32 RGB LED matrix, six millimeter pitch. It came with the uh, the Ada box, I think. I'm sure. And now you can print these out. So cool. Thank you, um, Fabio, for, for for posting this up. And we got another one. This is a uh, bit of a remix. The files weren't posted, but it was cool to see this as a remix. So think of, think of our user here, uh, Fetty Serio, uh, posted up a remix of our 16 by 16 NeoPixel Square display, but instead of using a feather, he used a Pico. That's brilliant. Look, there's your Pico, and it looks like the Pico is Ooh. fitted into this uh, perf board. And I think, uh, you just, maybe he didn't remix it. Maybe he just drilled it into the PCB. Oh. Well, that's even better. Like, forget modeling. You just drill some holes <laughs> in your perf board. That's great. And it works out in the same way. Look at that. Very, very cool. So sweet. And it's using a, a, a circuit Python, so that's great. And he added some feet. OK, cool. Excellent. Well, shout out to, uh, to Fetty on, uh, on posting up the remake. So the 16 by 16. It's great. A lot of folks seem to dig it on the uh, Thingiverses. Very nice. And then we have one last one. This literally came in in the morning, about two minutes ago. Uh, this is a little uh, Squirtle remix of uh, Floalistics Low Polygon Squirtle. We uh, remixed it again and made it a Vernoy. Um, Excellent test on retraction yeah, for your printer. Let me refresh. Maybe the photos will show up. Yeah, better photo. Yeah, so we, we printed this. You can print this in, in, in FDM, PLA. Works pretty good. We've also printed it in uh, resin, and resin, which is like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. We had it like this small, remember? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like super tiny. So very cool. Yeah, we printed it in um, 100 microns on a Prusa. Excellent. So those are this week's community makes that were sent to us this week. We appreciate yeah. everybody sending their stuff. And if folks want to share the stuff, you can tag us on any of the social channels, uh, whether it's Adafruit. Or, or just me or Pedro individually, we're, we're here. Yep, all the handles are up there, and we might make a time lapse out of it. Cool. That's cool. All right, I think that's it, unless we have some time for Shop Talk stuff? Mm. <laughs> I don't know what, what the Shop Talk. The panels, I think, if all the... Uh... It looks like we've got a question about Vernoy. It's... Uh... What is Vernoy, right? Um, how do I explain it's it? It's like a texture that is applied to a it, surface. Okay, is it a texture? Is it a math equation, or is it? 
a style of, of thing? Math equation style, I mean. The, All these things, yeah. Yeah, it's like the texture that you see. Uh, oh boy, I don't know my Vernoy history. Like, is <laughs> Pull up a, Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> certainly you can search for the term. And uh, maybe it's a fellow's name who came up with this, this, this visual technique, or maybe it's a math equation. Yeah. Oh, and then quick question. <laughs> Since we have all the lawn mowers uh, noise going on, Bruce is asking, uh, the kitchen remodeling, yeah, everything's going along. Mm -hmm. All the uh, electrical outlets were done last week. Correct. It was like over 30 outlets that were either added, modified, uh, or like moved around. Yeah, our island is shaping up. Uh, all the drywalls and stones, mm -hmm. uh, painting and texturing is that probably That is right now up. going on, yeah. Yeah, we still have cabinets to wait on because there's more cabinets, and we have the marble coming in. Good the, and bad. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the double oven is coming in. There, there's so many moving pieces. Yeah. It's insane. Um, Shout out John. He posted a wiki. Oh, there you go. The Mathematics, diagram of portion planes. Yeah, region close to each other given a set of objects. Yeah, it's a mathematical equation that have these textures. Yeah, you might see it. You might have seen this without knowing what the effect or mm -hmm. where it uh, originated and, from. And there is a layer by layer on how to add these. If I can quickly look that up. Yeah, there's. Probably a mesh mixer tutorial. That's from, exactly what from it is. Months, like yeah. A couple of years ago. Yeah. Layer by layer, so how to avert Free piece of software called, uh, I think it's still free, mesh mixer. Yeah, it's still available. And it lets you decimate and and tweak the. There's a couple of steps you have to do to get your model divisions. ready. Yeah. So yeah. here is. Oh, that is the wrong link. Nobody click that link. <laughs> it, it won't take it you won't to. Yeah, you have to be logged in. It's funny. And here you go. All right, so here's a Veronia. Yeah. Most objects can uh, hey, have the. Pronouncing it wrong is it Verani? I think it is. Verani. <laughs> I've heard Lamar say Verani. If I say Veronoi, I think I've heard. Like if you have the Mac text to speech, it's probably Verani. Mm. <laughs> Y'all want to do that? We have time. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. So tonight, are we ready to yeah, yeah. close it up? All right, folks. We're closing it up. Tonight, I invite you to show and tell because we're hosting. So yeah, we hope to see you there. Yep. Special guest, uh, Sherry Haas, from co-founder uh, of Maker Fair. So I think she'll be showing off some cool uh, music maker projects. Music uh, festival coming up. See more stuff. Oh, cool. We'll see if, uh, I don't know, is Maker Fair still going on? Like. Yeah. Can they make it this year? We'll see. Yes, we'll ask. We'll find out. Yeah. Tune in to find out. Yeah. Um, then, so we invite you to come in. 7.30 p.m. ET. Um, we have a blog post out, too, that goes out. But the way to join is you'll uh, come in here in this chat, in the live Discord. broadcast chat room in Discord, and I'll paste the StreamYard link so folks can come in. Yeah. So that's how we'll do it. And then shortly after, Lamar and Phil will be doing Ask Engineer tonight at 8 p.m. Will they be in the... What, are the they going to be in the office or not? Maybe. You have to tune in to find out. No, no. Yes, please do. All right. Sign and then tomorrow, JP's workshop, every yes. Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Fridays, with a deep dive with Scott at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. And then it starts back up again on Sundays with uh, from the desk of Lady Ada. 
this week was a fun zippy iPod-like rotary encoder that I'm yeah. obsessed with. And then Tuesday was, well, sorry, Monday was the meeting of CircuitPython. It's too many shows. Too many shows. Every day we have a show. And then JP's product pick of the week on Tuesdays. Tune in every week to get, what is it, like 50% off on his pick of the week. It'll make you go like this. <laughs> cool. And then uh, we do this show on Wednesdays. We used to do it on Thursdays many years ago, but I don't like to date myself. So, <laughs> so we'll right. do this tonight. And that's the whole week of shows and... Videos posted every single day by Colin Cunningham with uh, Colin's uh, lab notes. I need a, a slide. I know for we need a note for that. Yeah. And then all the past projects are yeah. also posted every single day. So definitely tune into any of the social channels on there Sweet. for any projects you might have missed. Excellent. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. I hope you're, you're inspired to, to keep going and, and do some stuff. And don't forget to make, make a, a great, great day. day. Bye, folks. See you later tonight. <laughs>